undertook their depredations with the full support of their sovereigns, Queen Elizabeth and King Charles II. Far from being considered outlaws, both were knighted for their services, and Morgan was appointed lieutenant governor of Jamaica. William Dampier was a privateer, as were most of the English buccaneers of the late 1600s. Buccaneer is an imprecise term referring to the pirates and privateers who operated out of the West Indies in the 17th century, particularly in the 1670s and 1680s. The word originally referred to bands of lawless men, most of them French, who roamed the island of Hispaniola, hunting wild cattle and drying the meat on a bucan, an Indian-style meat smoker. In addition to cattle, they occasionally hunted small vessels. The English later adopted the term buccaneer to refer to maritime raiders in the Caribbean in general, though this was not how the word was used at the time. Even the infamous Captain William Kidd was a well-born privateer who became a pirate accidentally by running afoul of the directors of the East India Company, England's largest corporation. The Golden Age pirates were distinct from both the buccaneers of Morgan's generation and the pirates who preceded them. In contrast with the buccaneers, they were notorious outlaws, regarded as thieves and criminals by every nation, including their own. Unlike their pirate predecessors, they were engaged in more than simple crime and undertook nothing less than a social and political revolt. They were sailors, indentured servants, and runaway slaves, rebelling against their oppressors, captains, shipowners, and the autocrats of the great slave plantations of America and the West Indies. Dissatisfaction was so great aboard merchant vessels that typically when the pirates captured one, a portion of its crew enthusiastically joined their ranks. Even the Royal Navy was vulnerable. When the HMS Phoenix confronted the pirates at their Bahamian lair in 1718, a number of the frigate sailors defected, sneaking off in the night to serve under the black flag. Indeed, the pirates' expansion was fueled in large part by the defections of sailors, in direct proportion to the brutal treatment in both the Navy and Merchant Marine. Not all pirates were disgruntled sailors. Runaway slaves migrated to the Pirate Republic in significant numbers as word spread of the pirates attacking slave ships and initiating many aboard to participate as equal members of their crews. At the height of the Golden Age, it was not unusual for escaped slaves to account for a quarter or more of a pirate vessel's crew, and several mulattoes rose to become full-fledged pirate captains. This zone of freedom threatened the slave plantation colonies surrounding the Bahamas. In 1718, the acting governor of Bermuda reported that the Negro men have grown so impudent and insulting of late that we have reason to suspect their rising against us and fear their joining with the pirates. Some pirates had political motivations as well. The Golden Age erupted shortly after the death of Queen Anne, whose half-brother and would-be successor, James Stuart, was denied the throne because he was Catholic. The new King of England and Scotland, 
Protestant George I, was a distant cousin of the deceased queen, a German prince who didn't care much for England and couldn't speak its language. Many Britons, including a number of future pirates, found this unacceptable and remained loyal to James and the House of Stuart. Several of the early Golden Age pirates were set up by the governor of Jamaica, Archibald Hamilton, a Stuart sympathizer who apparently intended to use them as a rebel navy to support a subsequent uprising against King George. As Kenneth J. Kinker of the Expedition Widow Museum in Provincetown, Massachusetts puts it, these were more than just a few thugs knocking over liquor stores. The pirate gangs of the Bahamas were enormously successful. At their zenith, they succeeded in severing Britain, France, and Spain from their New World empires, cutting off trade.